Welcome to the K-Hole. People are dying. My name is Ashley Brandt. And I'm Brooke Marine. And we're going to be talking about season 12, episode 8. Is that what we're on now? Yep. Snow You Didn't, part 2. Amazing. Because vacation episodes are pretty much always two parts with this series. Very true. They are still in Vale in this episode, picking up pretty much right where we left off with Snow You Didn't Part 1, but there's a ton of IRL news to cover this week. Brooke, do you want to start us off? Oh my gosh, yeah. There's almost too much. Um, I think the the biggest one that got the most attention this week was Kanye West revealed his video, his music video for Famous, the song from the life of pablo and it i think okay i'm trying to figure out where to begin when i talk about this (laughs) this music video it basically (laughs) depicts (laughs) kim and kanye naked in bed but also rihanna chris brown taylor swift donald trump anna wintour george w bush i think um bill cosby bill cosby caitlin jenner Amber Rose, naked, Ray in J. Bed. Ray J is also in there. Ray J, Ray J. How could I forget? Um, those are all wax figures. They're not actually those people, but they are. I guess they somehow they depict them as breathing, and yeah, so they look alive. I mean, they look. Al- they're all sleep, and it's based off of a painting called "Sleep" by uh, I, what's Vincent, his name, Vincent, Vincent Des- Desiderio. Yes. Vincent Desiderio and it's called Sleep and it's like depicts all of these big sort of world leaders sleep in bed. I think the idea is that in that in that painting and in this video the idea is supposed to be that they are all famous and they're all in the fame game together no matter what level of this game they're playing mm-hmm. and at some point they're all equally as vulnerable, equally as human. And when you're your most vulnerable and most human, I guess that in, in their mind is when you're asleep in bed mm-hmm. and not clothed. However, yes, I Kanye clearly did not get anyone's permission to do this. And he never does. He never asks for permission. No. He usually does what he wants and apologizes later if he has to, if he even wants to apologize. Um, so that's the first thing. The second thing is, I think, like, I totally, I get it. And yeah. artists don't have to, they don't have a responsibility to make us comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that what Kanye and so many other artists do is to provoke right. and push you and make you feel uncomfortable. That's what art, not that art should do or shouldn't do anything, but I think that's a beautiful part of art, whatever. Yeah. I have a problem, like a few other celebrities who spoke this week. <laughs> Lena Dunham was one of them. That's like another story. I won't yeah, even get into that. That's... But I do. The thing is that, like, I do agree with her in that she was saying, you know, we are at a, we're living in a climate where this Bill Cosby rape and assault case is ongoing. Like fifty some. 50, 60 women have come forward saying that they've been abused. The Brock Turner Stanford rapist case is also ongoing. And, like, to see images of women that they didn't even consent to Mm -hmm. being presented in this way where they're completely vulnerable, not wearing clothes, like, 
I can't remember the exact quote that Lena Dunham said. Something about, like, as if they were, like, drugged and sort of, like, chucked aside. And it's just, like, I kind of agree. I I was, like, shocked when I saw Mm -hmm. the video. I don't know if you were shocked. Yeah. I think the Bill Cosby is what takes it to another level for me. I completely agree, especially in the wake of Bill Cosby innocent, 10 exclamation points, the infamous Kanye tweet that has never been explained, deleted, or accounted for. Um, I definitely think that putting putting Bill Cosby in the painting, I think, changes it a lot for me. Um, I get a lot of the relationships that he's drawing, even if I don't agree with them, um, like, like, agree with the, his depiction of them. Like, Kanye saying George W. Bush doesn't care about black people, certainly, like... Uh, upped Kanye's notoriety and that sort of leveraged Kanye's fame on a certain level, the relationships between Kim and Ray J, uh, Kanye and Amber Rose, um, you know, Kanye and Taylor Swift in that incident, um, unfortunately Chris Brown and Rihanna, and I don't feel super comfortable about the casualness with which that relationship is presented, um, Mm -hmm. Donald Trump kind of over all of this, um, Anna Wintour kind of leveraging the elitism and and the um, the gatekeeping that she represents in the fashion world. Those relationships all make sense to me. Um, but the uh, Bill Cosby just throws it off a lot. Um, I think at that point, you know, I'm trying to imagine like what Kanye is thinking, and I don't want to put words in his mouth but that for me takes it from uh, maybe talking about how these PR relationships feed off of each other and more into very general sort of murky territory about like fame and infamy Um, and I think the message just becomes less clear at that point it's less meaningful Um, I definitely want to note that most of the women are in these like sexually uh, suggestive positions, notably Amber, Kim, Taylor, uh, Rihanna. Anna Wintour is sort of spared. Um, Caitlyn even appears sexualized in this moment. Um, whereas a lot of the men are in profiles or they're on their stomachs. Or they're turned yeah, over. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't really... That's what I'm taking issue with, but I also think that if we regard the Vincent Desiderio piece as having artistic value, and I think a lot of people do, it was bought for like several million dollars when it was first made, Um, then there is sort of this, not obligation, but I think that in a certain sense it would be elitist to not regard Kanye's piece as having artistic value. You know, all of my criticism you know, withstanding at that point. Um, I agree. Just because, you know, the low art, high art divide doesn't really mean anything. It's just classism entrenched in art. And I mean, in a certain sense, like, (sighs) the concept is obvious. Like, you get it immediately. They're all in bed with each other. They rely on each other. Uh, Here's the picture of them being vulnerable together. Um, It's surreal. It's fantastic. But it's obvious. Yeah. I agree. I I just feel like 
it's it's the positioning of Bill Cosby and the men versus the women in this like tableau as you've mentioned and then also it's like the grainy video aesthetic you know what i yeah, mean the like sex tape aesthetic it's the sex tape aesthetic which sure i get it yeah. because that's how the kardashian that's why he's even able to like i get it but like you said it's very obvious and to me that doesn't i don't know i don't really know if that's if that's very helpful for his mission and it i don't know i feel really like conflicted feelings about this and i also think it's weird that there's been kind of aside from like there was hearsay that taylor you know her people were like oh she's you know enraged and someone said that's not george w bush Mm -hmm. from his team but like the rest of the people have been fairly silent donald trump hasn't said anything did amber say anything amber didn't say anything and rihanna didn't say anything and caitlin hasn't said anything and it's to me it's like whoa when you're when kanye he he did a live stream of this like they i don't know where they were somewhere in la Mm -hmm. and it was live streamed across title platforms but it's like I, I'm just really shocked that none of those people have have spoken out or, like, said anything. Like, whether they're praising it or damning it, like, they just haven't said anything. Yeah. And that's weird to me. That's weird to me. No, I totally agree. Um, and what I think is maybe the most interesting aspect of this piece was the comment that Kanye made alongside it when he said, oh, all of those people are real. And we know that can't be true. And, you know... George W. Bush's representative went out of his way to say, that's not President Bush. President Bush looks better. Whatever. But I think mm-hmm. that there is an interesting equivalency going on there where, in a sense, Kanye is saying that these photorealistic representations are equal to as good as the real thing in the sense that they are representations of, like, our ideas about these people and like the concepts that they represent and embody in their public personas so in a sense like a wax figure of sorry i'm like looking and trying to decide who to put this on so a wax figure of anna wintour is like as as it's it's the sign you know it's the sign in the sign signifier equation right yeah but like once again that's kind of basic and obvious do you know like no, that's yeah, not totally is. that's not something that wasn't done like a hundred years ago you know i don't know and it, it's whatever i'll definitely say this is art yeah but it's also slightly pornographic and i think you can call it both of those things yeah and it doesn't have to be either or but it can be a both and exactly exactly there's a lot of hacky art out there and uh this is part of that that repertoire (laughs) sure i mean i just if bill cosby was not there this would be a different conversation just slightly this would be just like yes but different i completely agree but moving on to more um disgusting (laughs) Yes. I would I would say disgust. It's also disgusting relationship. Kylie and Tyga are apparently back together and I'm so not a fan of that. If it's real, which like 
many people believe this to be true. I'm just like having faith that it's not real. He, that they're not still together, but I don't know. He did attend the premiere of Famous with Kylie. And Party Next Door deleted all of his photos of Kylie from Instagram right after Kylie appeared in his music video and then got back together with Tyga. So, why are these people so petty? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I also, like, would not, I don't think I could, A, like, appear in a music video for someone I had known romantically for just a few weeks. Like, I would not appear on someone's Instagram if I had only known them romantically for a few weeks because that's just setting a trap for yourself. Additionally, I don't think I could get back together <laughs> with an ex who had, like, publicly been with someone else in the interim between our breakup. Like, Tyga was with that that really young British model uh, while he and Kylie were broken up. This is what I, like, okay. Famous people are just crazy. I don't know what it is. They have so many mechanisms, like around them that I that uh, protect is I don't know if protect is the right word but like there are many gatekeepers and bodyguards and protective mechanisms sort of like surrounding them that prevent them from realizing that they are not this isn't real I mean it's real but it's like this is not how how normal people yep deal with relationships and they totally don't get it like they just don't get it this is normal for kylie jenner she has not had a what a a life that we would consider normal and for her this is her norm like this is how things work even in this episode in terms of talking about marriage courtney mentioned well we've had people in our family get married for like a few hours and it doesn't mean shit you know what i mean so like their definitions of what and their standards of normative behaviors are totally not in line with ours and i just have such a hard time wrapping my head around i don't know why it's just like i have such a hard time wrapping my head around kylie and tyga yeah like i just really don't get it i really don't get why now still after all of this she would really i i just like i have i feel like she's smarter than this she's smarter than people i think give her credit for and i don't but i think like i don't know you know she is she is really young still she met tiger when she was really young and i think that he probably i don't know has a lot of not a lot of he probably still has like a degree of authority over her she's probably kind of been groomed to just accept his advances I, I think so, probably. I just really... Ugh. It's just like, I just feel so grossed out because she's so young and because she's met him when she was even younger. And it's... it's. I just wonder if she'll ever come to her senses about this. I mean, she used to date Jaden Smith. Remember those days? <laughs> TBT, honestly. Like, a weird kid, but at least the same age. And in the same friend group. So, like, I get it. Yeah. I mean, they both had very strange ideas about a lot of things, like chemtrails. But that was <laughs> sort of endearing. Right? It's cute. It was cute. They matched. They made yeah, sense, like, in a way. Kylie could have converted to Scientology, which I think would have been really fun. That would have been a really good direction for the show to go in. <laughs> Honestly, like... 
I don't know. I just, like, don't know what she sees in him. And I will, to his credit, this episode, uh, he said some things that I thought were very important and needed to be said. But I still don't. I still just don't get it. I don't know. And I also want to point out that she has infinitely more money than him. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Okay. This week on Snapchat, they were car shopping together. And I don't know if she was buying him a car, but she very she could have been. She has so much more money than him. When he showed up to Vale, you know, whatever, traveling 20 hours because he was coming from a tour. What tour? I like know. I said this last last week, but it's like, what tour was he on? <laughs> and I he she definitely is. Her net worth is so much larger than his, probably. Yeah, and when they were broken up. I mean, I'll pull up the receipts. Yeah, pull up the receipts. When they were broken up, very recently, there were all of these rumors that she had loaned him, like, several million dollars that he was just not going to pay back. Because he can't, he cannot afford the house that he lives in. His last record sold, like, a thousand copies in its first week. He's not successful in any way, shape, or form. His biggest paycheck probably comes from appearing on this show. I think... So I'm looking at Tyga. I mean... Are you on CelebrityNetWorth.com? I should go... Okay, I just Googled it, but there's another website that is saying that they think his estimated annual salary is about 900000 Endorsement salary, about 200000 What is he endorsing? Who knows? His salary... Like, he, he's he's worth a couple million. Well, a few million, okay, okay. we'll say. Well. And Kylie is at, like, probably about 10 million. And with the lip kit stuff, I mean, yeah. by the end of this year, you know her net worth is going to go way up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well. And, like, good for her. Good for her. She's a little businesswoman, just like her mom. Exactly. And she needs to cut the dead weight. You know? <laughs> I know. Okay, Tiger net worth, according to celebrity net worth, is two million. And Kylie, it's people can't decide on what it is, but okay, ten million. Okay, so she's got five times as much money as him. <laughs> Good for her. I had another Kylie Tiger thing, and I completely forgot what it was, but maybe it will come back to me. Additionally, just last night or the night before. On Chloe's birthday this week, Chloe held a party and Black China was in attendance and there was a barrage of selfies uh, featuring Black China and Chris, featuring Kim and Black China, featuring Kim, Black China, and Kylie. Um, a photo from a photo booth, one of those photo booths they always have, of Black China and Chloe both kissing Rob on the cheek, which was definitely very pointed. Um, as all of this like <laughs> controversy about famous is out there, right after they air this episode about how displeased the family was with Rob's engagement, they drop all of these selfies showing that they're all making up having fun, hanging out at Coco's birthday. The one that kills me is the one of her with Kit, with Chris because <laughs> Chris, it, it's, it's all so calculated. 
But Chris looks like she wants to get the hell out of that oh, picture. Yeah. Like, it, <laughs> it's hilarious. I suggest anyone Google it if you want to see what it looks like. Um, I don't know. I mean, I did not expect to see her there. I'll say that much. Yeah. And the party looked really fun. Evan Ross and Ashley Simpson were in attendance. Miguel and is that his wife or girlfriend, the model? I can't remember her name. They were there. It looked hella fun. It was like it was an like arcade Dave and theme. <laughs> yeah, it was like David. I was like trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. It was David Buster's, but it, it looked yeah, fun. Yeah, it did. Um, Chloe is thirty-two. Do you remember when Chloe was twenty-eight and she thought that she was twenty-seven? Yes. <laughs> I think she is the year right now, but I want to remind everyone that that happened. <laughs> you know what? It happens to me, too. Sometimes I give myself, but I do the opposite. I get worried being like, oh, my God, I'm almost, you know, a year older than I actually am. And then I'm like, no, I have time. Yeah. So <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. You got to start rounding up almost to our mid-20s. It's probably time to retire, honestly. Yeah, I look forward to it. (laughs) Um, But it is cancer season. Coco is a cancer. So have some watery domestic vibes to look forward to for the next few weeks. And another thing that happened, or not that happened this week, but something that I noticed this week for the first time, which huge oversight by me. Can't believe I missed this one. Scott Disick does not have a Wikipedia page. No, he does not. And I am surprised every time I go to look for it and I don't find it. But also, what would be on that page? Exactly. Because I I realized, I was like, I've Googled Scott so many times. And I've always found exactly what I need without having to click any of the links that come up. So I've never needed to look at his Wikipedia page. But it's like, what would be on it? What would they say? He's not even Courtney's boyfriend or partner or anything anymore so you know besides the father of her children so i don't know his what's his job that is a fucking mystery do you remember (laughs) when courtney and kim took uh new york and scott had a job for that season and i don't know what it was but he like that's what i mean i thought that he was like in charge of like clubs or something opened a restaurant but i don't think that went well because that never goes well for celebrities no, it doesn't. I, well, I think I've heard. Who I'm trying to think of other celebrities with restaurants. Justin Timberlake has restaurants, I think right? Not all of them have done great, though. And then Lady Gaga's parents didn't they have a massive and Jessica, violation? <laughs> yeah, apparently. And then also um, Jessica Biel. That's the one married Timberlake? to. Yes. Justin Timberlake? Yeah, she has like a... She has like a... It's called O-Fudge, and it's like this like overpriced like kid-friendly restaurant in Los Angeles. Wow. I don't know. Um, You're really selling me on the celebrity <laughs> restaurant concept. I, I, need to, I need to do some more research. I think the, mid, like, the mid-2000s were you. like the time for celebrity restaurants. Like, they all had really weird names like Britney Spears had one that was just a bunch of letters jumbled together and they all closed within a couple of years that's so Britney Spears though that's like the most Britney Spears thing that you could ever I'm gonna look up the name you know, of that think restaurant of. 
the <laughs> a bunch it of letters Nyla. together. Nyla, N Y L A. Does the is the forty forty club like technically a restaurant? I mean, it's a club. Mm-hmm. I have, they have no idea. There? I clearly don't leave my house. Like, <laughs> I've never been to the forty forty club. I doubt it will ever happen. It's coming up on our star tours. You know, just stay tuned. The Viper oh my room. God, the Viper I don't know. <laughs> Talk about disaster. You know what does well? Wahlburgers. You are right. Wahlburgers uh, burger chain. <laughs> I'm going to eat it one. I'm going to eat it one one day. Just to see the case for celebrity restaurants has been made. But it has. Scott was okay. He had a job at one point. He was doing something, I believe, for a vitamin company, and I don't know what, but he wore a suit and went to an office and would say to Courtney things like, I'm working right now. <laughs> Um, and I just don't know what he has been up to since then. Like, his parents never struck me as, like, people at the level of wealth that he is at now, but it could be that they were good at managing their money, and Scott is not. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what his... I feel bad. I... Oh, no. I'm sorry. This is unrelated. I just Googled celebrity (laughs) restaurants, and I found out that Heath Ledger used to have one. God. Oh God! Oh boy, that oh, took a dark God. turn. It was called, it was called Five Leaves, and it was in Brooklyn. That's, um. Anyway, um, Scott doesn't have a job <laughs> or a Wikipedia page, and that's the end of our IRL <laughs> news segment. Before we move into the episode, um, tweeted us what you would write on Scott's Wikipedia page, um, and then yes. we could we could crowdsource the knowledge. Give us some sources. And uh, get Scott a Wikipedia page if there is enough to write yes. one. Yes, hashtag. <laughs> this is like my next GoFundMe project. I'm so excited. <laughs> hashtag Scott Disick Wikipedia page. So let's. <laughs> on that note, <laughs> let's talk about No, You Didn't, in which Scott appears as a supporting character in a B plot, C plot about him and Courtney getting along. And the talking heads suggest that maybe Court and Scott will get back together, but if you look at them interacting, you can clearly tell that that is not where this is going. That is not at all where it's going. Courtney wants nothing to do with him romantically. Nope. Like, at all. I also thought it was interesting when Chloe asked Scott at the bowling alley, and we can get to this later, but since we're talking about Scott, she mentioned something about him being uncomfortable it was he uncomfortable because everyone around them on the whole vacation they'd all been drinking the whole time um and he was like no it's fine you guys should have fun she's like does it bother you that courtney's drinking and i thought that was like that kind of stood out to me as kind of weird because it's like why would he even know they have no, they don't spend any time together outside of this well but she does like snapchat and like post pics and stuff from going out not like drunk pics but like I'm in club wear and I'm at a club. Like, she does post those pictures. Yeah, sure. I'm like, why would that be something that Scott would even have to think about? I wonder if they fought. Does Scott have a Snapchat? That's a story. I I don't know if I've added him. Maybe he doesn't, actually, because his Instagram presence is very obviously, like, outsourced to a not very good 
social media agency? Oh, obviously, that huge faux pas that well, and happened additionally, like he a couple weeks ago, he posts like aspirational photos of like what he wants, like what he likes for interior design and like cars and stuff. It's not real content. It's someone like projecting a Scott Disick brand using only images that have been labeled for commercial reuse on the Google image search feature. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He's not he's just really not doing well in any area Wait, of his I life. Wait, I do also want to mention Scott has had one other job that we know of. This is backtracking, but stay with me here. He was a model for young adult novels. How yes. could we forget? I remember. How could we forget? How could I forget? Also, this is backtracking a little bit still. But I'm really going to make a strong case for celebrity restaurants right now. And it's related to Tell the Kardashians, me. so it's not totally off topic. Nobu is Robert De Niro. Oh. His web, his, yeah, I had no idea. I just Googled it. Um, he started Nobu with a chef named, uh, I don't know, his first name was Nobu, the, the, the chef. And someone else. And they started it in New York. And this is related to the Kardashians, obviously, since they eat there all the time that's probably the best case for celebrity restaurants that you could have come up with opened in 1994 and still going strong i've never been there i can't afford Star to Tours. eat there but <laughs> all the destinations we're definitely going to the nobu the malibu <laughs> nobu to the parking lot of nobu the valet and we're gonna just make a circle <laughs> several times talking about nobu and then leave <laughs> Yep, that's all you have to yeah. do. That's all you gotta we'll do. We'll send someone inside um, to steal a menu, bring the menu back out, we'll read it together, imagine what we would order at Nobu, given the opportunity, and head out with the menu, and we'll auction it off at the end of the Star Tour. Yeah, we'll sign it. I'll sign it. <laughs> I'll spit on it. Whatever you need to give me. We can, um, <laughs> we can see if there's, a, if there's a celebrity in Nobu who will sign it. There probably will be, you know, where they are on the, you know, A to D list scale, definitely up in the air. But someone will sign it. Someone will. Someone will sign it for sure. <laughs> anyway, you guys should Google Scott Disick Heartland book covers, some combination of those words, and you will come up with a young brooding Scott Disick uh, with a silhouette of a horse, you know, in the distance. <laughs> So maybe Scott could return to his roots. He should. He needs something. I, some, he needs something to fill his days, is what he I'm really saying. He does. It's, it's also interesting, though, going forward now to the scene that you were discussing, uh, you brought up, where, you know, Chloe's like, oh, does this make you uncomfortable? First of all, definitely a conversation that's being had for the benefit of the cameras and for the benefit of being like, remember Scott's alcohol problem? Here's where we are with that plot. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because Scott basically says he doesn't drink around Courtney, but he does drink otherwise. And I don't have... Yes. That seemed yeah. kind of... Mm. So I don't have um, substance abuse really in my life, but from what I know from interacting with people who have... Um, from watching a lot of reality TV, it seems like that's not generally um, 
the approach to recovering from substance abuse and addiction um, and dealing with alcohol issues, it seems like um, abstention is the preferred method for dealing with that. And it's interesting because there are um, groups that advocate that people with a history of alcoholism can sometimes drink in moderation. But I think that anyone who knows Scott knows that he doesn't drink in moderation at all. I don't think when he's talking to Chloe, he means like, oh, I don't drink around Courtney, but like sometimes I have a glass of wine at dinner if she's not there. I think he means I don't drink around Courtney and then I host, you know, club parties in Vegas and get wasted. Yeah, with my 19-year-old girlfriend or whatever. You know, like, uh, I don't know. I mean, it... It's very clear that Scott doesn't want to stop partying, and there's, I suppose, no real incentive if he, and we've talked about this with Lamar before, you have to do it for yourself, but if he's not finding reason enough to do that, you know, to to get sober for his children, then I'm not sure where else that that could come from, because he doesn't really seem to have a lot of self-worth, which I think is a pretty big... I don't know. That's that's very different from early Scott, who, I don't know, thought pretty highly of himself. It's very apparent that he he no longer feels that way. Yeah, I would agree. But I'll pray for him. <laughs> Hashtag pray for Scott. <laughs> Hashtag pray for Scott. So that's the B plot. Uh, C plot. B plot. B plot. Because the C plot is the family skipping Chris's dinner that she sets up at the top of the mountain. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel I felt a little bad, but they all looked like they had so much more fun <laughs> without her. And like she was with her friends, you and know, Corey, and sometimes Corey Gamble. and Corey and <laughs> our good friend. Um sometimes it's like when you, you know, when you like go out to dinner with your parents or like your like older relatives and they have their friends and like it's just like kind of boring and you can't contribute as much as you could if you were just with your siblings and friends who are your yeah. age. So I, I get it. I feel like Chris and Corey and the Colkers would have been able to have a more intense conversation without everyone else yeah. there anyway. I mean, of course though, Chris says what she said a thousand times before, which is that if no one appreciates what I do, I'll stop doing stuff like this for them. By the end of the episode, of course, it is resolved because Kim apologizes on behalf of everyone, and that's pretty much it. That's that's the storyline. But I do want to talk about Kim's phone call, where she says, I'm going to throw everyone under the bus. I swear I was going to go, and then I didn't. <laughs> yeah. She did. She was like, sorry, Mom. I can't make it. I was like, I had my coat on. I was ready to go. <laughs> And then she shows up at the restaurant at the hotel with her coat on, actually, her fur coat. And she was like, I just felt so bad. It was going to be dark by the time I got there anyway. So, like, you know, I just, like, wanted to eat here. <laughs> and then they all yeah. go bowling. And it looked fun. Kanye is really good at bowling. He's he loves so bowling. He's being good at bowling. I was saying this to you before we started the podcast, but I think it bears repeating. Bowling with your wife's family and beating all of them is lamer than bowling with your wife's family and losing to all of them. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, like he's so into it in his Pablo oh sweatshirt. Like he's so into bowling. That I think man has practiced. I thought it was. I thought it was he so cute. He has practiced before. Yeah, he's into it. No, he's clearly going through a midlife crisis. Also, can we discuss? He's how old? 38, yeah, 39? He's 39. That's what. Yeah. Oh man. When he turns forty next year, we're all gonna. We're never gonna, gonna feel the it. end of it. We're really gonna feel it. The whole world will feel it for sure. Oh man! But North makes a few appearances, which I think is worth noting before we get into the meat of this episode. I'm really glad we're seeing more oh of North for the first couple of seasons, um, where she was around, where she had been cast. Um, they kept her out of the shot. They would talk about her, but she wouldn't really be there. But her personality is just so camera ready. She's so precious. When they go snowmobiling, she's oh so my God. cute. And Kim's she- like, "What's wrong, sweetie?" And North is like, "I'm singing." And Kim was like, "I thought you were crying." <laughs> I thought that was so cute. Oh my God. And she just. Yeah, no, she has a really sweet personality so far, and also very relatable. I mean, when she passed out at dinner and snored, I, I, I totally felt it. I've I've been yeah, there before. She's probably the most relatable Kardashian. Sorry, Chloe. Yeah, no, it's true. She's totally. She's at the, the top. Highlight. I think this is skipping all the way to the end, but when they're leaving. And, like, she's on Kanye's lap, and then she gets down, and she says, I want to watch a girl movie. And Kanye says, okay, give this to mommy. Yes. And, like, hands North his laptop. And then she says, I need a little help. Because <laughs> it's too big for her. <laughs> yeah, it's too big, and she's on, like, this private jet that's, like, moving, barreling through the sky. <laughs> like, of course a three-year-old needs help carrying a laptop with, like, a marble... I don't know if you noticed, it has, like, a marble uh, skin case. Like, <laughs> these people are so much. Uh, and then she was just chilling. Once she got the iPad, she yeah, was good. no. She was great. I'm so proud of her. Every day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but let's... Let's talk about the big headlining plot of this episode, which is Rob's engagement which hangs over this episode like a dark cloud of PR gloom. Yeah, they're not happy. Chris is, she wakes up, she says that she wakes up and she checks her phone to see all of these messages, and she says that that is never good news when that happens. So that's one thing. And she looks at her messages, and it's all her friends and family asking is it true? Is Rob engaged? Should we congratulate him? What's going on? Is this real? Are the tabloids correct? Whatever. And that's how Chris found out that her son, allegedly, this is how Chris Jenner found out that her son was engaged. Yep. Apparently, he flew to Kentucky. Where is it? Kentucky. To ask um, her, her mother. Her, China's yeah. entire family, her mom. And. Yeah, Chris is not happy. Chloe is especially pissed. Courtney wants to call him and talk about it. Kim also is kind of 
she can't tell if she should call or not, but they all sit down to have lunch or something, and Tyga's there, and he's the one who tells Kim, you're the only person who kind of has the glue to be able to patch all of this up, since she's, you know, she knows Rob, she knows China, she knows, you know, everyone. And I also thought it was really interesting that Tyga was, def- and I'm glad that he did this, he defended Black China, and he was like, she's not a bad person, like, she's a good mom and a good person. But this was obviously petty. Yes. So Taiga, Taiga, I think speaking out on behalf of Black China was pretty calculated. I mean, the cameras are rolling. Taiga doesn't have great PR to begin with because he's a broke 25-year-old dating a teenager. Um, I think he's also been kind of offhandedly cruel to Black China in the media before. So this was a little image rehab. Um, and honestly, someone in the conversation has to take the first step to lead them to the place they're going now where Black China is at Chloe's birthday party. Like, someone had to lead them to this direction. It wasn't going to be Chloe because she's too petty. Courtney honestly doesn't care. Like, she's mad, but she doesn't care enough to try to fix it. Kim definitely isn't going to step out of line with the family right now. She's very much, like, aligned with Chris. Um, she's going to be quiet she's not going to be outspoken um about rob's engagement but i don't think she's gonna kind of break synchronization here kendall's not gonna do it kendall is not like the thought leader in the this pr strategy no and she definitely hates any kind of confrontation so she's never gonna like they it's gonna be i I would be very surprised if there were ever like a storyline where there's like a serious kendall centered confrontation i just don't think it'll ever happen i don't think she'll she'll ever budge yeah i mean i think the whole like the the last storyline we saw her on was her feeling left out and i think that's about as close as we're gonna get is the producers are gonna be like well could you be feeling this way in relationship to this external thing and she's gonna be like i guess can we film my scenes in a day and then leave Mm -hmm. exactly Um, additionally kylie's in too strange of a position to speak out even though i think it would be more appropriate if she was but she's also like 18 like you're so petty when you're 18 right like she's a child can't blame her yeah so someone had to do it it could pretty much only be taiga he's the only person who's going to benefit from this at this point um and what he says is true like black china is a really great mom and like you can see that it's really evident on her snapchat she's a really like smart woman um she's very savvy she seems very caring and generous with the people in her life um and i mean the the bitterness is coming from i think these comments that people in her family are making where they're just pointing out like the fact that the kardashians have been so kind of not subtly but like quietly disapproving like their silence has really spoken volumes about how they feel about rob and china's relationship and all china's family is doing is like calling the kardashians out on that right and i think that's they're totally right and that's fair for them to do that because they're equally as a part of this now you know like it involves them it's not like they're overstepping yeah um, they also, it's interesting because 
Um, in that same scene, Taiga Tag is the one who says that if Rob and Black China have a boy, a baby at some point, because the family quote unquote doesn't know that China's pregnant yet, Black China's son will be the only child to like carry on the Kardashian name, which is true. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because there are a couple of sites that are trying to like frame this as Tyga subtly revealing that like the Kardashians knew before knew at this point that China was pregnant. I don't think that's true because the second that this engagement was announced and that's about a month away from the pregnancy announcement, everyone I knew was making that connection. I saw that on Facebook everywhere. Oh yeah. I think so. like <laughs> I can't wait for the next... This is obviously jumping, but I can't wait for the pregnancy. Like, that's just going to take this to a whole other level. Well, and it looks like it's it's happening next, next week, episode. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because Rob... Well, it could be a fake out. You never Rob know. Rob has something else to tell them. Yeah, it's hard to say. It's hard to tell, but... I don't know. I look forward to it. I just really can't wait for them to introduce her. And I think they're going to do it in the last episode. Yeah. And lead into the spinoff. In yeah. I'm hyped for the spinoff. I want to see behind the scenes of this, this fairy tale relationship, honestly. I, my prediction is that it'll, I, w- I, like, I will watch it and it'll be interesting for like two, maybe three episodes and then it'll get really boring. I think you're right. I think that is most likely what's going to happen. But I'm on board. Kind of like I am Kate. Like, that show's boring. I don't even know if it got renewed for a third season. I was going to say, that sounds exactly like I am Kate. Caitlyn Jenner is boring. She can't carry a TV show. And that's fine. she can't. But she can't. (laughs) She needs to get back on the card. Honestly, bring Caitlyn back. I want some some real family drama. Honestly, Caitlyn should have been on this trip. She should have. Caitlin loves doing shit like snowboarding and snowmobiling and exactly she's know. a Jenner yeah it's like in their activities. blood they love doing activities they do any kind of activities <laughs> they just love activities they love being outside they love doing exercise or whatever things that I'm they clearly love being not competitive yeah <laughs> oh yeah um, I also want to point out though going back a little bit when the engagement is announced and everyone's like dealing with the fallout or whatever kim makes a reference to her first marriage which is so rare most people do not know that she has been married three times i should not sound so self-congratulatory because it's actually a really horrific story in my opinion because she eloped with her much older boyfriend in vegas when she was 19 didn't tell the family and then about four years later they divorced. There were allegations of physical abuse. Um, Kim made those allegations when the divorce was going through. Obviously, a young woman being taken advantage of by a much older boyfriend is a pretty toxic situation. But yeah. Kim does not talk about this relationship ever. She doesn't. Addition- additionally, um, Kim's breast implants were listed as assets in that divorce. I did not know that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Her husband, her ex-husband, Damon 
Thomas listed them as like something like a gift. He he was like itemizing like things that he had given Kim that cost money. Honestly, like the way that she mentioned it in this episode was so weird too. She was like, I mean, I got married once and didn't tell anyone in my family either, but this is another, you know, she's like, this is another level. She I was, was like, like, I get it. She's like, I get it, but also this is bad. I don't know. It was, it was so weird. It she was. brought it up because she never talks about it. Obviously, it was not a good marriage, but like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's interesting because, like, Kim is definitely, as much as that's super calculated, and that's their presentation of, like, Kim the peacemaker, Kim the mediator, that's also going to, like, a very dark and, like, vulnerable part of her past, um, and that's also, like, expressing a lot of empathy, um, so it's interesting that that's kind of the the angle that they're taking with her at this point. I mean, we we can see it. This is how they've been like quote unquote developing her character for the past few seasons. But I definitely feel like this is opening up in a similar way to when she took the the Snapchat pregnancy test. Oh my god! Yes, yeah, it is. And I like it when she has these little moments. I do too. I. I'm all about, like, Kim's illusion of, like, making people feel close to her. I love being part of that. Yeah, <laughs> I no, love feeling I... included in that. <laughs> exactly. I love feeling like I'm involved. It's, it's magical. I can't do that with people. <laughs> I just can't, I can't, like, cultivate that, like, false sense of closeness. I think it must take so much emotional energy to do that. It, it has to. It has to. Because there's so many, like... You're going to have to be not lying all the time, but, like, there's just so much to keep up with. Exactly. But by the end of this episode, the contention about the engagement is winding down. Like, it takes a couple of days, but Rob does reach out to Chris and says, call me when you're alone. Um, Kim says that she's going to maybe call Black China, I believe. Or maybe call Rob. I can't remember. I think... I think she said... I think she said she was going to call Rob because at the lunch or the dinner or whatever, she was saying... She was like, the last time I called Rob, like, I went off on him when mm-hmm. she when, like, when China was talking shit about Kylie, basically. Um, so I kind of assumed that that meant she would call Rob again because she was like, I said everything and I said it on speakerphone. So I know she heard me. We will see. Well, should we move into, into power rankings? Is there anything we missed? We should. I don't know. There's, there was, there's there was like a, a cute Scott Mason moment. Cause Mason was riding his own snowmobile and Scott came over and did the dad thing. Yeah. Told him to lean into the yeah. turns. <laughs> he told him to lean in. Lean in, Mace. <laughs> lean lean in, Mace. Lean in. Yeah. I feel like to take one more detour before we go to power rankings. Scott <laughs> We might have to take two detours because I just remembered okay. something else, but go for it. Alright, detour number one. I feel like Scott used to appear to be a much more present father 
um, when Mason was younger, when it was really just like Courtney and Scott and Mason. And I don't know if this is a byproduct of like having three kids, having your entire like biological family pass away in the span of a few months. But it's it's nice to see Scott kind of going back to that, you know? He and Mason used to hang out so much. Oh yeah, he totally loves that kid. Like they're they're gonna be buddies, mm-hmm. you know? He is such a fun um, parent though. He is, and he lets his kids like eat Cabin Crunch when their mom is like, No. <laughs> so like he's obviously Weekend Dad. They obviously love hanging out with him, yeah. <laughs> Take us on our second detour. Um, our second detour. <laughs> we can make a U-turn. It's fine. I would just like to point out that in regards to celebrity restaurants, how could I miss Lisa Vanderpump's <laughs> empire? How could I forget about Lisa fucking Vanderpump? She has an entire know. show, Vanderpump Rules, about Sir. What's the other one? I have no idea. Like she's got a she's got a few restaurants and bars, and they're like doing well. So you know what. Let's go on detour number three. <laughs> so, Take us there. Earlier this episode, I mentioned the website celebritynetworths.com or something like that. It's like the first thing that comes up whenever you're searching for a celebrity net worth. It's a great resource when you're like, how much money does this person actually have? I want to draw everyone's attention to another website, <laughs> a similar website, and it's called celebheights.com. And earlier this week, I was trying to figure out how tall Timothy Simons is on Veep and how tall other people are relative to him. I don't know why I went down this rabbit hole. Everyone just looks so short standing next to him because he's like six foot six. In fact, he is like six foot five and three quarters. And I love this website so much because there are so many people who are so invested in celebrity heights. I love the comments. I love the fact that there is one guy who takes a photo with all of these celebrities and then like uses himself for scale. That is like. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking right now. Who is he? the so background much. wait are these actual pictures yes. of him with the people he goes to meet he goes to How meet and greets <laughs> does he photoshop that background in there no i think these are like meet and greet backgrounds that or wait maybe these are just photoshopped maybe he doesn't go to meet and greets i don't know i love this website if you go to um the timothy simons section this website is also unusually or unnecessarily hard to navigate i think that there should be sections for every like height and what celebrities are that height can i get like a like a bracket because i'm looking right now and kim kardashian and black china are both five two and i think that's really (laughs) i just think it's interesting because i'm short too and i want to know who's shorter or taller than me oh my god ingrid nilsson the lifestyle blogger i just ran into her yesterday okay wait 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 this is this says ingrid nilsson is five foot four inches but i swear to you swear to you when i was yesterday when i saw her in new york city she looked i'm not five four she looked shorter than me maybe it's also because she's just really tiny and very thin well honestly you should make a comment and ask people to adjust on this site because People are into that kind of shit. Oh my god. If you look at the Timothy Simons page. Oh my god. 
Heights. It says six foot five and a quarter inch or whatever. And then it has this quote where he says, oh, I'm six five ish, you know, six five and three fourths on a good day, blah, blah, blah. Um, and they're in these comments and someone says um, he's one of the few 6'5 range actors who convincingly would measure over the 6'5 mark rather than a bit under it he was pretty accurate in his quotes another actor would have probably claimed 6'6 there are people who think about this this much who think about like which actors round up and which actors round down when they talk about their height I love this website are you familiar with (laughs) shout out to Megan Perry for giving for <laughs> last year when we were uh, like in San Francisco or whatever and mm-hmm. in the car we listened to the podcast mystery show yes. and there it was the episode about Jake Gyllenhaal's height yes okay, I uh, haven't yeah. listened to that episode but tell me more okay well if you're interested for those of you who are interested in celebrity heights um, mystery show has an episode where I, I can't remember the exact details it's Basically, someone was trying to find out if um, the answer if to Jake mystery, Gyllenhaal but, yeah, was five eleven, right? If Jake Gyllenhaal is five eleven or six feet, because it's like all over the internet, and like I don't know, I'm short. Listen, I'm just gonna say right now, I'm five feet tall. I do not understand how people get so into these things about like the difference between like five foot eleven and a half and like six feet it's like half an inch i like you're still tall to me so i have no idea <laughs> like for me i'm like who cares um but it was a pretty interesting uh podcast just just to plug oh my God. mystery show okay. and height height stalking wow we're talking about this. I'm going to take us on detour number four. It's going to be real quick. <laughs> we're, um, we're off-roading now. And that's very generous of us. That's very generous of us to go off-roading. That's right. That's right. We're on a four by four. Um, <laughs> so I like to look up... This is actually, like, not great. I don't recommend people do this. I like to look up Kim Kardashian's measurements and then be like, how, how will I achieve these, basically? No, so- I know because she snapchats her weight and now I know exactly how much I weigh in comparison to Kim Kardashian. We're on the same journey. Like <laughs> But um I look up like like her butt measurements actually and it's interesting because the internet says her butt is like forty inches, give or take. So my butt is uh, 42 inches and her butt is definitely bigger than mine. There is a discrepancy out there and I want someone to get the real measurements. I think she is closer to Nicki Minaj whose butt is apparently 45 inches. That's, you know, yeah, but I'm really interested in Chloe now. Do you know what I mean? Same. Oh my god. I want to know what that point. is. Because the thing, the weird thing is like, and I've seen Nicki, like, I, I saw Nicki Minaj like in concert one time she was performing mm-hmm. and it didn't look like outrageously huge like it, and this was like when her first album came out so oh. this oh, was a okay. few years ago i mean like super bass was popular you know what i mean and yeah. i was like oh that's nikki like her ass doesn't look that crazy like she just that's it looked true it looked normal like it looked like that was just her and i believe it is her hers um Chloe clearly I don't know what's going on there yeah I don't I mean Kim's butt is not real either she had a great butt a few years ago that was probably also surgically augmented enhanced (laughs) but like something is it's just 
unbelievable at this point. Um, it's fine. Like, she rocks it. But I'm just saying. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just saying stuff. Um, I just want to find out <laughs> Kim's real butt measurement. That is something I really want. Now I'm really curious about Kylie because I feel like her proportions look really... Like, it seems like she has a pretty big difference between her waist and her hips. But I wonder if that has more to do with, like, Instagram angles mm-hmm. yeah. than I anything think, else. I think Kylie just works her angles a lot. Like, that I think, is probably true. I think she, and she takes... She... If you look at any mirror selfie she takes, it's always from, like, a super weird angle. Do you know? Like... Yeah. She's, she's calculating of, it. Yeah. Arched backs. All of that. But if anyone can, like, stick a tape measure around Kim's butt, get back to me with the real numbers, that is something I'm invested in, and I will start a website called, like, celebritybuttmeasurements.com, <laughs> and we can all go ham there, just like celebheights.com, because that is a great website. It really is. I'm so glad I'm on this right now. <laughs> okay, let's... Take okay. a turn, get back on this road, let's talk about power rankings. Power rankings. Number seven, at the bottom, Chris Jenner. She planned a whole family dinner and nobody showed up. <laughs> Poor Chris. But she's really upset about the fact that her son also didn't tell her that he was getting engaged, so... Fair enough. She, she planned this whole thing, and she thought that she had control. She didn't have control, she allegedly. Can't, can't even get her kids... To go to a restaurant in the same town that they are currently staying in. So, not a good week for Kris Jenner. But it also, like, wasn't a good week for Kendall, but it wasn't a bad week either. She stays out of the drama. She snowboards. She leaves early. It's freezing cold, and she leaves in this sweater that's, like, cut off in the back. <laughs> yeah. She's, like, taking her little artsy photographs. I don't know if you noticed it. Kendall's an analog photographer now. <laughs> but she jets out uh, before most of before the baby drama, or not the baby drama, the engagement drama blows up. We will see if she's back for the baby drama, but I have a suspicion she won't. Yeah, she leaves actually with number five, Kylie. They all leave with Tyga because he apparently has to go back on tour anyway, and Kendall has a job, so, um, yeah. Kylie was also pretty silent this episode. I feel like maybe she didn't know where her place was to say certain things. Also, Kylie is 18 years old, and she is, like, dating someone with a child. Like, Kylie is kind of a stepmom. <laughs> Isn't that insane? Yeah, that's, no, it's I'm... crazy not emotionally prepared to be a stepmom at 23. I couldn't be any kind of parent. Like, <laughs> like I really not want, now. I really want a pet, but I don't think I should get one. Kylie, you know what? I that's also part of why I really hope that this that she and Tyga are not really back together because she's not she shouldn't be a stepmom like she should be 18 and be a kid yeah she should hang know. out with her dogs and her weird crystal garden go and, hang like, out with jordan on... yeah yes that's all i want for kylie coming in above kylie this week though is chloe who is real bitter 
she's not gonna be the first one to talk to Rob. She's gonna wait for Rob to talk to her. Um, and that's mostly what she's about this episode is, you know, she's upset. She's not gonna say anything nice about Rob in the media. Um, she says that whoever, I believe she says that whoever posts congratulations on social media is just gonna be being fake. Fair enough, Chloe. Fair enough. Fair enough. Coming in right above Chloe. Number three, Courtney, actually. She's got some of those power moves this week. Like, she decided, oh, well, we're actually not going to leave. Scott and I and the kids are going to stay an extra day. She seemed really level-headed. She even said, you know I'm the level-headed one. She doesn't get. She does not care. Like you said, she does not care about this Rob engagement drama not nearly as much as chloe or anyone else yeah she's the one who says how many weddings have we been to in this family that don't mean anything exactly so you know what good for you court you come in at number three this week and that's that's the top that's it that's in the top so good for her yeah that's a courtney hasn't made too many appearances on top but kim on the other hand coming in at a strong number two this week she is as Tyga says, the only one who can patch this up. I'm looking forward to seeing her patch this up. Um, even this week on Snapchat, like she was the one posting all of the selfies with Black China. Um, everyone else posted a one-off, but Kim was really like pushing the like we're all cool angle. Um, and this episode is really setting her up for that. So props to her. Uh, props to her for throwing her family under the bus when they did not attend Chris's <laughs> dinner. <laughs> Yes, she really did. And they all, I love that when she got to the dinner, like at, at the hotel, none of them cared that she threw them under the bus. <laughs> she was like, I told mom that like it was too much because it was dark anyway and that I was going to go, but I didn't. <laughs> and they were like, okay, sit down. Like no one cared. Yeah. She is the only one who apologizes to Chris. But when she is on that phone call, she says, I'm going to make it up to you. And her way of making it up to Chris is just apologizing, which is fine. But, like, given the show, I was expecting Kim to, like, do something. Like, arrange another dinner, perhaps. Yeah, no. She just said sorry. She just said sorry. That was it. <laughs> power move on, on Kim's part. Power move. And the ultimate power move this week was done by none other than Robert Kardashian Jr. for getting engaged not tell and not telling your family and then having them find out from the internet. Like and no matter how you slice still, it, that's messed still up. Still not reaching out to them for several days. Not reaching out at all. Making you know, causing more drama. <laughs> he's he's in charge of his own destiny. Yeah. He's a master of his own destiny in this episode. Do you think he's going to be back on top next week? Mm, he'll be near the top, but I don't think he'll be on top. When do you think we're going to be able to start ranking Angela Kardashian, oh, a.k.a. Black China? I can't wait, but probably next season. Probably. It'll be, a, it'll be a while. I can't wait for her to make her appearance. She'll, she'll, she'll make a strong one. It will be unforgettable her entrance is gonna be great it's It's i can't wait (laughs) so good it's gonna be like it's like when those drama shows plant that supporting character in the background they're just chilling and then they come in and they fuck shit up two seasons later because like a couple of seasons ago 
you know black china was getting credited as kim's friend and like going to uh, stripper exercise classes with with kim and chris i know this is it's gonna be so campy like i just oh i can't wait for the music that they use the lighting i know everything will she get a talking head segment like Ooh, that'll probably be later that's a way she'll, she'll get one she'll get one but it'll be yeah. it'll be a while does like did lamar like kanye doesn't do talking heads no scott, not does, at all. scott does talking heads but i don't know that he did at first lamar i can't remember if he did talking heads on the show he probably did them on chloe and lamar though yeah i think so i think he would have had to yeah that would not have made sense if he hadn't but i don't know if he did talking heads on keeping up with the kardashians i don't think so especially those last few seasons where he he was more active on there he he still was you know it's like Corey doesn't do them that's true rob used to do them not anymore until his show he's gonna have to do it yeah i wonder if caitlin will ever do talking heads again because she's kind of been banished from talking heads yeah i don't know hashtag bring bring caitlin back yeah hashtag unite the family um yeah i'm all for it hashtag scott disick wikipedia page (laughs) (laughs) i actually found while we were talking about it this article on racked I don't know if I should say article, but it's titled <laughs> The Wikipedia Entry Scott Disick Deserves. It's got some citations. It's great. Um, I think we should institute it, but tweet at us with your suggestions for uh, the Scott Disick Wikipedia page, hashtag Scott Disick Wikipedia page, hash- hashtag pray for Scott, hashtag bring Caitlin back, hashtag unite <laughs> the family. Yes. Hashtag you, famous. Hashtag famous. Hashtag star tour. <laughs> I can't wait. That's gonna happen. Hashtag celebrity restaurants. <laughs> Celebrityheights.com. I can't wait. Hashtag um, <laughs> celebritybuttmeasurements.com. Like, let us know, like, what weird facets of celebrity you're into. We can work together. We can build a site. I want to know what you find on celebrityheights.com. That's a great website. You can find me on Twitter at Ashley Brandt. Uh, my Twitter account is unlocked. Find me there. And you can also listen to me on other podcasts. And, you know, maybe you'll find other things you're interested in, like Celebrity Heights on podcasts such as Twin Peaks Peaks or Pulp, a podcast based on a true story. So excited because we're going to be talking about Behind the Candelabra, which is an amazing movie. Very hyped about that. Additionally, we're going to be talking about OJ Made in America as a bonus episode. Um, And there is some great uh, Kardashian content in the final episode of OJ Made in America. Everyone should watch the whole thing. It's seven seven and a half hours well spent. Um, did you watch that, Brooke? Um, I watched part of it, and it was very good. It was actually really intense, and I have yet to... The People vs. O.J. Simpson is in my DVR. I'm waiting until I have, like, ten hours to just sit. Um, but I did watch some of the 30 for 30. Um, OJ, I thought it was very good. It was and so it, good. And it was, like, really... It was It was intense, though. Like, I... I it gets 
so deep into like the history of race in los angeles like like there are hour-long segments where like you're not really talking about oj but they're talking about like everything that went into like who oj was and like how everything happened it was so fascinating exactly and even like the stuff with nicole like you know before she died i don't know it was it's good it's good i definitely i have not finished it but i i think like people who maybe are more interested in like hard facts if you can call it like whatever you know if they're more interested in like documentary realism rather than like a represent another form of representation in the form of a ryan murphy (laughs) miniseries then then i definitely say watch it like if you're interested in anything about celebrity culture race and los angeles you gotta see it very true additionally oj is apparently doing a paternity test for chloe so we'll see how that goes <laughs> and in the meantime you can always follow me on twitter at brooke marine well it's sorry that's that's my name but my twitter <laughs> name is at b-r-k-m-r-n so it's just my name without the vowels because otherwise it's 12 letters and that's too long but um I think that's all we have for today. Unless you have anything else to add, Ashley? No. Uh, just going to recommend that everyone rate us on iTunes, subscribe, uh, share this podcast with your friends, follow us on Twitter at the K-Hole Podcast. You know, we've been tweeting up some great content. Um, Brooke really kills it on social media, so shout out to her for that. Um <laughs> Again, we want to hear um, what weird celebrity shit you guys are into, and we want to hear about what you want to see on Scott's Wikipedia page and what sources you can bring to the table, because that is going to make or break this Wikipedia page. Hashtag citations matter. (laughs) I think this has been the K-hole. Don't be fucking rude.